By the way, do you think what happened moved us up in the ranking? Yes, in fact it did. I progressed from rank 17 to 16. Metal Knight moved up from rank 7 to 6. Master, you shot from class C rank 342 up to rank 5. Number 5? From 342 to 5? Whoa, what the hell? That's crazy! Japanese, a podcast where two tank top brothers in their 30s talk about anime. And I am tank top textbook with the power of assigning essays at the speed of light and taking 50 years to grade them. Introduce yourself, brother. I thought you were going to say, I'm Andy, and then... Oh yeah, and I'm Andy. (laughs) <laughs> also the intro is usually you introduce the other people first but you gotta introduce yourself i can't you gotta you gotta get your, your yourself just going saying, here just saying we're breaking format we're breaking here. format here i'm gonna keep all this in it's gonna be bad and i'm tank top chemo with the power of not dying oh no next 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 please next Tank top hardcore with the power to just hit you with random shit I find. Better. Uh, throw me another one. We're workshopping this. Tank top leopard with the ability to look pretty good in spots. <laughs> that sentence can be taken multiple ways. Uh, to, to drag uh, motherfuckers up trees. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going with that one. We're going with that one. Hi, guy. Hi. Hey, we're back. It's been so long since we recorded last. Yes. Uh, like exactly one week, right? Sure. Yes. We're here with Tuning Japanese, a podcast where we talk about One Punch Man. It's episode seven. We're about halfway through. We're actually, after this episode, we'll be past halfway through the first season of One Punch Man. Yes. 13 we... episode seasons. I'm curious where it goes from here. <laughs> I'm really curious where it goes from here. That's your mantra for the season. It really is. Like, I really don't know. It's just so confusing. Like, I don't really... There's no real <laughs> narrative happening here. I mean, there is. Eh, kinda. Maybe it's a character study? It could be a character study. Uh, this episode, which is entitled... The Ultimate Disciple. Yes. Is actually, in my opinion, as we'll talk about at the end of the episode and as we go through, a much better episode than the last two, in my opinion. I agree. Yeah. This one's fun. But it is your week, Bill. It is. But before we do that... Hey. Do we have any nerd news? Well, this episode drops when we expect it to. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be one day out um, from Castle Rock Season 2. Castle Rock. I don't think I know Castle Rock. I believe ABC has it. It's a horror anthology series, not mm-hmm. seasons, not episode anthology. Um, so it's kind of in the American Horror Story vein. Okay. Based on Stephen King works. Oh, really? Like short yeah. works? Just works in general. Oh, interesting. The first season kind of dealt with the 
parallel realities and the multiverse and that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, the stuff very, that the Dark Tower kind of touches kind on. Kind of. Very Stephen King. Yeah. You know, had Bill Skarsgård in it. Oh, interesting. Um, as for it? No, not as, as, well, not as far as we know. Okay. Essentially, he shows up and has the same name as our main character, mm-hmm. who is a lawyer who moved out of town. The lawyer that he has the same name of being the African-American adopted son of the town's minister. Okay. Who was adopted after the couple had a miscarriage. And without spoiling anything more than... I mean, that's even a little spoilery. <laughs> not not a ton, but a yeah. little. Without spoiling... Because it's really hard to talk about without just... Giving away. About, yeah. Giving it away. Yeah. But then it's also like... They find Bill Skarsgård in the... Like, this is first episode. They find him in the basement of Shawshank Prison. Oh. Like a sub basement. He is the only person down there and he's not even in like a cell. He's in like a, like a shark cage. He's been kept there by the warden his entire, hmm. like for 40 years and not aged. That's interesting. And when they sell the prison to a private, like a private prison, like the state sells it to a private prison group, mm-hmm. the warden retires and then drives off and shoots himself. Whoa. And that's, they find him. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Now, this is all like the first five minutes of the first episode. Right, right, of course. So it so it makes references to a lot of his works, it sounds like. Well, season two, this is all in the trailer, because... Yeah, because that's all this is, out. This is before... Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. It looks like one of our main characters, whether the main character or the main, protag- or main protagonist or main antagonist, um, is going to be Annie Wilkes from Misery. Oh, A, a young cool. version of her. Cool. Um, it looks like it's a prequel, because mm-hmm. she, she's young, and... I know also in the trailer, they, you'll at least see a sign for Jerusalem's Lot, mm-hmm. um, where the book Salem's Lot took place. Yeah, in. absolutely. So Nice. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. Um, yeah. The first season, it was really well acted. It was really atmospheric. Um, but you were kind of left at the end with like a, what the fuck happened? What did that mean? And you said these are like American Horror Story, where they're, they're standalone series. Standalone seasons. Seasons, yes. right. Yeah. But... Also, inter- I mean, they all take place in the town of Castle Rock. Right. And so they kind of interweave with each other. Well, I mean, his world does in general. Right. But like this, right. this even more so. Yep. That's interesting. So it'll be interesting to see what it, what it's like. Um, and this is, this is set on ABC, so it's, it's epi- weekly episodic television, right? Or is it something that's dropping on uh, Netflix? Now that I said, uh, Hulu. Oh, really? You know, now that I said that, actually, I don't think it is ABC. Okay. I, th- I think it's Hulu original. I think it's being done like Oh, okay. I think it's like Handman's Tale where... Got it. So it still will be weekly. A weekly release on Hulu. But Got yeah, it. I think it is a Hulu exclusive. Okay. Now, that makes more sense, actually. Now I, that you I say that. ABC would be a little... They, they wouldn't be able to get away with as much... Well, it wasn't particularly gory or explicit or anything. Okay. So... Gotcha. I will have to check that out, though. I'm not... A, I'm personally not a huge fan of Stephen King, but I do like anthology horror fiction or horror storytelling. So I'd be very interested actually to check that out. Oh, you do? No shot. No yeah. shit. Yeah, I know, right? I'm shocked. It is very shocking if you know me. Um, the first season also had a, a character in it who was an author, mm-hmm. and she was writing a... Stephen King story with an author character. What? Well, this one's a little meta. Okay. Because not only is it an author... Well, yes, a Stephen King story with an author as yes. a main character. yes. But this one ties back to another Stephen King story with an author as a character, because mm-hmm. she was writing an expose or a biography or a, a nonfiction story um, about her uncle, 
who went crazy and killed his family in a hotel. Yeah, um, Shining. Her uh, her name was actually Jackie. Nice. Jackie Dorrance. Nice. Okay. I, I dig that. And I, I was like, ooh! I was yeah. like, what? I'm like, okay, never mind. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, The Shining's one of the um, few Stephen Kings that I really, really enjoy. And apparently there's a lot of... Um, have you ever read it? No, I don't read much Stephen King because I don't you, like his writing style. Have you... So you've just seen... I've seen the movie. Seen the movie. Have you seen the miniseries? No, just the movie. Okay. Well, the movie, you could almost argue, isn't heavily Stephen King anyways. No, it's, it's really not. Kubrick, Kubrick really, really, yeah. really leaned on that hard. Mm. I'm surprised you don't like Stephen King's writing, writing style at all. I don't really love his writing style. See, I, I, don't, really don't. I like it. I like Stephen King. I might try something at some point again, but I'm, I'm not anytime soon. My suggestion... Read Carrie. That's kind of what I was thinking. Every, anyone I ever talked to says I need to read Carrie. Yep. It's, specifically. It's, it's shorter. Well, it's shorter. It's before he was famous. It's his first book. Mm-hmm. So, or his first hit at least. So he wasn't do what I want. I'm Stephen King. Mm-hmm. And it's just really tight. Really good. Really tight. Yeah. And that's like, that's my biggest problem. Yep. He just, just can't tell. He can't tell a very tight story. I don't like that. That's that's true. And like in the stand, it worked okay because there was so much going on. Yeah. Well, that that's again, that's what I want to read eventually too because I really love the mini series of that and I like the general story of it. So. Yeah, I've always loved the stand. Mm-hmm. Um, that one's totally worth reading. Like I said, the you don't see the the looseness in his storytelling because Darty is a loose story. Mm-hmm. There's so much happening. Absolutely. So yeah, that'll be season two. Should be out by the time this drops. So uh, check that out on Hulu if you got Hulu. Salem's Lot's also worth worth the read. I've heard that. That's a also um, a very good one. Again, it was. I think that may be the second one. It was really, really early. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was sick, I attempted to read. Like eventually, I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm just going to read everything Stephen King wrote in order yeah, until, right. I'm, until I'm better, uh-huh. or I die, you know, one or the other." Yeah, till I can't, <laughs> or till I hit the end of it, I guess. Right. <laughs> Notice that didn't come into play. No, no. <laughs> I'm just going to read everything Stephen King has written in order until I die, or until I'm better. Yeah. <laughs> right. Not till I'm done. Not till you're done, because that's that, that'll never happen. But the early um, entries I really enjoyed. You mm-hmm. know, Carrie, Sam's Lot, even it, and it is sort of emblematic of King being King. Yeah, of course. But I liked it. If you're going to read one stereotypical Stephen King book, that's the one to read. Yeah, of course. And I've read The Stand like twice and mm-hmm. years, years, years back. So. Mm-hmm. So that's uh that's something there. Uh, I guess my only nerd news this week is by the time this comes out, Ring Fit Adventure will have dropped for the Nintendo Switch. Ring Ring Fit Fit Adventure Adventure. Okay. So you know, I know all those words not in that order. Uh, I think it's a yoga ring or whatever it's called. Like it's it's like, like it's like it's, no, it's much bigger than a cock ring unless your cock is I really mean. huge. <laughs> uh, it's essentially there's a fit piece of fitness equipment that is a plastic like ring like yeah, handheld like, sort of like, like, like a ring no not that big okay smaller in between a cock ring and a hula hoop uh and <laughs> the, the, ex- <laughs> the exact medium the exact medium between um, a cock yes. ring and hula hoop yes um so it's it, this is an actual work piece of workout equipment and it's it's just it's a resistance ring that like you can press you can you can you can pull you can use it for exercise okay um but it has built in for the joy cons one on the ring and one on a leg strap. So like it. So it's kind of like we fit. It's that's not it. It's it's like it's like we fit. If okay. you remember we fit, where you, there's like the balance board, and then yeah. you also had like the 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 Wii motes, and you use those for like boxing and, right. and 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 running in place and stuff. And it would pick up the motion sensor. Same thing with this. Uh, but the cool thing about this fitness game that's coming out is that. Instead of like we fit, where it's like I'm just going to do exercises. 
It's a freaking RPG. Okay. Where you are literally doing exercises and fighting bad guys, but you have to do exercises to fight the bad guys, and certain bad guys are are uh, take extra damage from certain exercises, which forces you to try a variety of, of exercises to do a complete workout. Um, I'm picking this up. Fosho. So it's kind of like Habitica. Uh, yes. But instead of exercising, that's, that's a to-do list. Yes. But yes. it's still like an RPG. It is. Absolutely. And it's, it looks really fun. I've watched some people who had gotten some hands-on with it before and they really enjoyed it. Uh, I'm absolutely going to be picking this up. That's my only news. I'm very <laughs> excited for that. I'll let you know how, uh, Ring Fit Adventure is. I'm definitely playing that game. Ready to fight some bad guys and burn some calories along the way. Are you going to one-punch him? I'm going to one-punch him. Are you sure? I'm going to try. I'm probably going to fail. I'm not that strong. But I'm going to train every single day to get to that point, like Saitama, which is a great segue <laughs> into talking about Episode 7 of One Punch Man. Are you ready? It's That's why like, I started the segue. It's just like Still Buffering always says. <laughs> it's it's not a real segue unless you point it out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and to, to show what we're doing. Hey, Bill. Hi. You're weak. Ow. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm not like I was. Ah! But... It is your week. I know. Want to fight about it? <laughs> <laughs> not particularly. Tell us what happens in episode seven of One Punch Man. One Punch. We have Earth. Oh. We have a meteor. Oh. We have concerned scientists. Oh. I see where this is going. Oh, oh, oh. Not so improvement. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Home Improvement. <laughs> I'm on season three. I love the episode where you start selling cocaine. Yeah, it's a, it's a good episode. I enjoy um, that one too. And so does NASA. They understand where this is going. They, the, the Tim Allen is selling cocaine. Yes. Okay. They do. The meteor seems to have changed its course, and now it's heading straight to uh, Z City. Must be Sephiroth. Uh, so we cut to Genos on the phone. He's being called in. Yes. Um, and he tells Saitama, who's just laying there watching TV, that he's being called in. Mm-hmm. Saitama just offers that maybe he's being fired and laughs at him. <laughs> doesn't even turn around. Just scratches his butt and says, maybe you're being fired. But he is one of... Uh, all, only Class S has been brought in we to didn't, deal with this problem. At the time, we didn't know that. Oh, okay. Is that a little later? Um, yeah. He shows up, and the only other person in the building is uh, Bang. <laughs> I'm, which, sorry, I'm sorry, what? Bang. I'm sorry, one more time? Yes, Bang. Okay. Um, the energy drink. Yes. Or the card game. Yes. Or Diamond Dallas Page. Bang, baby. Or, or the part of a haircut. Oh, shit. What else can we say? A gun? <laughs> well, yeah, obviously. I mean, that's the obvious one. Yeah. But, that, but okay, I'm confused because he says his name is Bang. Uh-huh. But then Genos is like, oh, that's short for, like, his like his name is actually, like, Silver Fang or something like that. Well, it's not short for Silver Fang. But, like, <laughs> but, like that doesn't make any sense. Is his real name Bang? Yes. Like, he, his Christian name is Bang. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> like, someone's mother, like, some mother and father were, like, looking at their child, and they're like, you know what we should name this child? Bang. And then their other kid is named Oops. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like it. I like what you did there. Should have been a blowjob. Oh, <laughs> should have been a blowjob is the perfect title for this episode. <laughs> I love that title. Um, in season two, they call him Bong. It's still spelt B-A-N-G. Both are terrible. But they say bong. Both yeah, are like, terrible. Not an improvement. No. They couldn't say bing. It'd be a copyright infringement. Right. <laughs> if they spelled it with an E, I guess it could. <laughs> it's true, yeah. Bang. 
Bang, bang. I guess this would be bang, wouldn't it? Yes. Anyway. I love it when, like, anime does this especially. Like, like other, other media does too, but I love when anime uh, uses copyrighted material. Like, in, in Bebop, that happened all the time. Like, there would be, like, a, instead of a Pepsi, it would be, like, a Peepos or something like that. It was, like, something really freaking weird. You almost said Poopsie, didn't you? I almost said Poopsie. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just love when media changes a letter in something. Just like, we know that's KFC. <laughs> it's not KFR or something. I don't know. Rat? Rat, yeah. Um, what are we doing? His, his superhero name is Silver Fang. Okay. Um, He's uh, the third ranked S superhero. Uh-huh. But, like, he doesn't look that strong. He's a martial artist. That's true. Also, he doesn't look that strong. Have you <laughs> forgot what show we're watching? That's fair. <laughs> Do you th- who's going to win in a fight? Bang or that weird guy in the wolf suit standing on top of all those dead bodies, do you think? I can tell you... Watchdog, I think was his name Watchdog was. Man. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm pretty sure Watchdog Man. You think so? I think so. Okay. Like I said, they both play a major role in season two. Okay, we'll get there. And so yeah. I have information. Ooh. And I think Watchdog Man. Okay. Put Fair a enough. pin in that when we get to it. Good call. So yeah, Silver Fang slash mm-hmm. Bang. Yes. Um, and Genos were the only S-Class heroes to show up, even though it was a class-wide call. And they show up at an abandoned headquarters. Yep. It was doesn't a, actually, isn't even used anymore, apparently. Or everybody's been evacuated. Or, a, yes. Okay, that's probably Yeah, all probably the closer. civilians have ran off, mm-hmm. and the heroes didn't show up. Yeah. And this is a dragon-level threat. Yeah, they'll explain what that means in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense, because there was an earlier episode, I think it might have been last episode even, where they said something about a tiger. Yes. And I was like, what the fuck is that in reference to? But it gets explained this episode, it thankfully. Does. They talk a little bit about, like, duty and, uh, you know, Bang's familial dojo is in the city, mm-hmm. so he's not going to leave. Yeah. Um, but he says other S-Class heroes just don't bother showing up. If they're calling everybody in, it's probably something impossible, so they don't bother showing up. Mm-hmm. And he also says that half an hour before impact, the, the Hero Association is going to call for a evacuation. Yeah, and then cue the evacuation, like, right then yep. and there. Meaning, uh, danger is imminent. <laughs> Um, that's when Bang tells us he won't leave his family dojo, though. Mm-hmm. And then Genos just doesn't care and leaves. Okay, here's a question. Before we get too much further in. Because we're going to see the panic of the townspeople uh-huh. all freaking out. Why is it that the Superhero Association, who's tasked with helping and save saving the world, says we won't put out the evacuation until half an hour, knowing full well that none of those people are going to be able to get out with such say- a short amount of time? Probably to avoid panic in general, mm-hmm. to avoid looting. Also, maybe cockiness. You know, why why cause the riot if the heroes are going to stop it anyway? I mean, that's fair. I mean, they probably did put their faith in these heroes to to stop this right. issue. Yep. They just think, well, you know, half an hour in, okay, I guess they're not going to stop it, but it would really suck to call for it. Have looting, stampede, traffic jams, car wrecks, everything that people stampeding in fear cause. Mm-hmm. Just for the heroes to stop it anyway. Second question. Mm-hmm. None of the heroes really show up. I mean, we'll get another hero here in just a that, few minutes. That's Again, this is breaking, in my mind, the, the tropes that we see uh, of classic Western superheroes. Absolutely. You the... know, you have, like, your, your high-tier level superheroes like Superman, who is always there to save the day no matter what. Right. So, I just find it really interesting that literally... Of 17 S-Class heroes, three show up, one for selfish reasons. Right. Well, yeah. We'll get to that, obviously. But, but yeah. yeah. And 
we're getting almost into deconstruction territory. No, oh, of course. Now, this is something that would happen on Watchmen or yes. um, The Boys. Yeah. You know, th- th- this isn't something, yeah, a traditional superhero narrative would have happened. I love it. I just, I just find it I really, I find it really interesting. I do too. It's not that Jenis didn't care about Bang's story. He's actually already on his way to try to do something. Yeah, he wants to save the city. He's got a weird little briefcase with him. Yes, he does. Which we find out is an arms mode. Mm-hmm. It's a prototype he didn't want to use yet. And it's spiffy new black robot arms. Pretty much, yeah. He just gets mech arms. Extra yep. extra big mech arms. Yeah. Well, not even extra big. Like they're, they're big for a while, and then he lands. That's true, and they're, they're regular sized. But yeah. they're black. Yeah. Of course, when he says arms mode, all I can think of is like the common writer arms change. Like, that's what they call the fruit that becomes oh, the armor. Oh, yeah, okay. See, when I heard that, I just thought of the Nintendo Switch game Arms. Oh, uh, yeah. See, I'm thinking, like, you know, the orange arms or strawberry arms. Mm-hmm. or Which is a weird thing to call it in general. Oh, it totally is. It's very Maybe strange. there is some kind of translation issue there. Not issue, but translation reason for that. Yeah. You're probably right. Both Foy arrives, um, and he's kind of some kind of Iron Man dick. He's a huge Iron... He kind of reminds me a little bit... Of like, uh, not Iron Man, but what's the other one? War Machine. War, a little bit of War Machine, a little bit of oh man, uh, the villain from Trigun that you really, really like. That's really big and just has has the mask and kind of. I don't know why. I, oh, I, Gray I, the Nine Lives. Is that what you're talking uh, about? Or? No, but I can see oh, that. Oh, Monev. Now. I was thinking Monev, like just a little bit like built wise. Built like, Okay, yeah. But like, yeah, it's like very much giant fucking mech. He also runs, and you don't know this one as well as I do. But I'm um, speaking of deconstructions. Mm-hmm. He reminds me of Robot from Invincible. Yeah, I only read the first volume of that. I don't remember that character necessarily, but okay. Someone out there probably does. Yeah. But he's not actually here to help. And he doesn't care about anybody's life. No, because Genos is like, hey, great, you're going to help me do this. And he's like, I will pass, essentially. Hey, he's like, denied. I'm not not here for that. Yeah. And Genos Genos is legitimately angry. Like, what do you mean denied? You can't... then why are you here? Yep. And he is here just to test out a new weapon system. Yeah. Because the meteor is a decent target for it. Mm-hmm. And Gino says, but you'll die. Well, he also, before this, he also gets all up in Gino's face about calling him Buffoy. Heroes call each other by their hero name. Don't you know that? Everyone knows that. Yeah. And his name is what again? The- Metal, Metal Knight. Metal Knight. That's right. Which is a really interesting contrast to Bang, who just... Tells him, hey, my name's Bang. Yeah. Yeah, I go by Silver Fang, but so call me Bang. We're equals. The only decent hero yeah. is, is Bang in the situation. I, I think it really shows their... Well, I mean, Genos. Well, Genos too, but... It, it shows the uh, the dual sides of it. Like, mm-hmm. the guy who is all about pretense and selfishness, and the guy who's just, you know, hey, I have a hero name, but it doesn't mean that much is, to me. Does Genos not have a hero name? He kind of does. We don't use it. We barely ever hear it, but somewhere, I think maybe even the end of this episode when they're looking at the ranking stuff, mm-hmm. I think maybe, uh, Demon Cyborg uh, okay. is what they kind of call him. Okay. And then we find out on top of all the rest of it, uh, that's when Genos is like, you're going to die too. Yeah. Bullfoy isn't even actually here. No. He's a- uh, It's a drone suit. Yeah. He's pulling like a uh, Tony Stark, you know, just sending out his, you know, whatever versions of, of the Iron Man suits. Right. Uh, from remote or uh, Final Fantasy Seven with uh, Kate Sith, right? In a way, like, that's yeah. kind of what jumped into my mind. So he tries this weaponry out, Metal Knight, that is, mm-hmm. and it totally fails to stop the meteor. So then Genos wants to try his uh, new incinerate power with his new arms. 
He mentions that he only has 33 seconds until impact and that he needs the power of his cannon for five seconds. <laughs> uh, right then, Bang shows up to tell Genos that he needs not to worry and just muddle through it. It mm -hmm. won't change the outcome. Just do your best. Do what you can. By the way, from Geno saying 33 seconds until impact, until his incinerate cannon hits the meteor, about 80 seconds. Yeah, you timed it. I did. And it's it's not... N not even close. Not no nowhere near. <laughs> this is part of the best line of the whole episode, though. Oh, I love it. Because Bang goes, I think I see the meteor being pushed back as Geno's lets loose that incinerate yeah, cannon. Yeah, and Geno's just gets so excited. He's like, really? Is he's it like, working? He's like, no, it's just my imagination. <laughs> he's like, you old man. <laughs> Have we mentioned, like, the weird similarities between this and, like, kind of like the Vash Stampede Angel Arm? Like, we have. Kind of remind okay, I couldn't remember we if we had, like, like this scene with him in particular. And Gino, him and um, Saitama fighting. Oh, that's he right. he thought he killed Saitama. Yes. And we're like, dude! Angel Arm! <laughs> no, because he was like, there's no way he survived that. Like, oh, dude! yeah, 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 in the fight a couple episodes ago. Okay. It's a spar. Yeah, exactly. Also, nine more seconds in. Yes. <laughs> Genos asks Bang to leave, but that's when Saitama shows up. And he asks Bang to care for Genos, and then he crouches down and leaps up to the meteor. You know, you got the the swelling hero oh, yeah, music. Totally, hundred percent. I love that do 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 like that. Mm -hmm. The his like little uh, hope theme, mm -hmm. his hope spot theme, and he punches right into the middle of this meteor and blasts it into tons of pieces, just ca full on Captain Marvel style, <laughs> pretty much. And yeah, the city is still destroyed because of all the small meteors that mm -hmm. he made. Like you do, he smashed it and it broke. And now we give him the break card. Oh, I hate you. Is that three in a row? Yeah, it is. Welcome to the break card. My name is Andy, and you're listening to another episode of Tuning Japanese, the podcast where we sometimes put out weekly releases and actually get back on a roll. Don't want to jinx it here, but I hope you are enjoying this week's episode, our review of... One Punch Man Episode 7. I also hope that you enjoyed our Halloween episode last week. If you somehow missed our Halloween episode, we reviewed an episode of Beetlejuice, the cartoon from my childhood and Bill's childhood and Josh's, although Josh wasn't there, so he doesn't count. But we had a blast doing that. We had a blast doing this episode. We just always have a blast doing this for you folks. And know that our content is always free. And you can check that out wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tell your friends, write a rating and review on iTunes, and help spread the love for our show. If you did want to donate to the show in a monetary way, you can head over to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese, where we did release a bonus episode not that long ago. We've got another bonus episode sitting in the can that I'm going to try to get up and onto our Patreon pretty soon. We'll be starting to compile and releasing... The show notes that we did, our notes for every episode that we've put together, as long as we can gather them all from all three hosts, for Season 4, which was our reviews of Wolf's Reign. And you can get all kinds of other great bonus content, again, by going to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese. I posted this over at our Twitter, at tuningjapanese over there on Twitter, that we hit 6,000 downloads since we've moved from Podomatic to Podbean. Um, we took a risk a little over a year ago to switch from our established Podomatic to go to Podbean, and we have gained more listeners. We have been very thankful for the amount of support that we've been given, and I just want to say thank you for 6,000 downloads. Uh, next 
up, I guess, 10,000, and we'll continue to provide content for you all. We One of the reasons why we switched was being able to provide all of our back catalog to you. So if you want to go back and listen to our first three seasons, if you missed the Podomatic days, go listen to those. Those are on Podbean. You can go listen to all of our episodes, our entire catalog, over 150 episodes right now, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, some of those early episodes, while we were still trying to kind of get our bearings and figure things out, they're some of my favorite things that we've ever done. Our reviews of Trigun, our reviews of Excel Saga in particular, uh, even some of the older classic stuff like our Pokemon Generations reviews and some of the bonus movie reviews that we did. A uh, ton of fun. I hope you get a chance to go back and listen to that if you never have. We put a lot of work into the show, and we want to thank you for helping to support us along the way. You are all amazing. Okay, I need to stop this. I need to get back to our review. We'll see you on the other side, folks. Take care. Hey, we're back. We are. We are. What I kind of like about this episode, more than anything, is both sides of the episode kind of feel like... Their own episode. Their own episode, almost yes. in a way. And they, like a really complete stories being told with a different focus. Yep. Because it goes from being the Genos-focused episode in the first half, now to a Saitama-focused episode in the second half. Yep. I, I really like it. I think that. it was really clever and really, really well done. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so our second half of the episode uh, opens up with uh, the news saying the city was devastated, but was not a total loss. Saitama wants to call it a win because there was no loss of life, which he's got a good point. He does. But Genos is upset they didn't do better. Yeah. Genos thinks about how some people are blaming Saitama, and he doesn't want that to affect Saitama. Yeah, so essentially he doesn't tell Saitama, like, hey, by the way... People are kind of mad that you didn't do better. Yeah, that you kind of, like, unintentionally destroyed the city Yep. in a way. But he also talks to us that the shockwave from the would have... You know, destroyed multiple cities. Oh yeah, so it, it was it killed, was a much better situation. And it would have killed, you know, would have leveled the city as opposed to fucked it up, mm-hmm. and it would have killed thousands of people. Yeah, and we'll see the reaction play out in a little bit more. Yeah, uh, but it's going to remind me, and did remind me quite a bit of Gurren Lagann mm-hmm. when the threat, like once once humanity got like above ground and settled in. And then now the anti-spiral is going to take everything out. And then the people are calling like crazy, like angry at the government of yep. like, how dare you let this happen? And like, we're just doing what we can. Right. Like, it's not our fault. You know, just because so, we didn't do better. doesn't mean we didn't try. Right. Exactly. And that's yep. like Saitama's situation here. Yep. But they do take time to check their rankings. Everyone involved jumped, but Saitama is thrilled that he's gone from C class 342 <laughs> Uh, to number five in the C-Class. Yeah, he freaks out. He's like, how the hell did I jump over 350, like, places? Um, Genos isn't happy about it, though. He thinks that Saitama should have moved up more. Mm-hmm. Really, the biggest reason that he didn't is because they assumed Metal Knight and Genos did more. Exactly. They they did that. He just happened to be there. Yep. He was part of it. It was He was above his pay grade. So we'll at least give him a boost. Yeah. But yeah. And that's when you talk about it being... Above his pay grade. We talk about it being a dragon level threat. And this is where like he has no idea what that is. Yeah, uh at that point he he just kinda goes, Genos, uh what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, what what is that? How 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 do? What 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 mean? And uh Genos explains to us that the crises have 
threat levels attached to them. Yes. Tiger being something that will incapacitate a city or possibly destroy it, I believe. No, I think it's it's below destroy. The next one is destroy. Yeah. Tiger will have major ramifications. For the city. Yes. For the city. Demon will... Essentially destroy a city. Right. Dragon is a region, and God is an extinction level event. Yes. Absolutely. Like, everything dies. Yes. Saitama, though, doesn't quite understand why none of the other heroes did show up and help. Well, well rightfully so, though. No, he doesn't. He's totally right. He doesn't understand it. And he says, if heroes don't help, who's left? <laughs> um, which is a great sentiment. The oh, funny, totally. The funny part coming from uh, Gino's going full on coffee machine. Oh, yeah. He just, like, is, he, like, stares <laughs> in that moment when he's given the advice. And then all of a sudden, you just see him raise a pen. <laughs> And then he just goes crazy. Busts out a notebook and just... Scribbling everything down. He's like, I must get your words down. He's like, but I'm, I'm watching him copy down. I'm saying, he just said one sentence. Uh-huh. <laughs> but he's writing... He must be writing it over and over and over again. Possibly. It is very possible. Or he's getting context for it. It's, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're probably right. So now Satama is feeling pretty good about mm-hmm. the uh, rank up. Um, he wants to see what else he can do. Yeah, he suits up. Yep. Uh, he leaves Geno's behind, so nobody thinks it was Geno's this time. So out in the street... This one guy who thinks he's really important, named, <laughs> named Tank Top Tiger. Um, uh, Tank Top Tiger. Now, we've seen him before. We have, but Saitama does not know that. He doesn't remember him. <laughs> he does not remember him. Now, they had an altercation, the two of them. We, they did. Yes. He basically goes, who are you? Yeah. Well, at this point, he's mad because he thinks Saitama took too much of the credit. He cheated. Uh, there's no way somebody that low in the ranks jumped up in ranks. Other heroes did the work, and Saitama just soaked up his credit. Absolutely. They're jealous. They're ultimately, and you say they are jealous, which is interesting. Oh, yes, I forgot. We haven't introduced our second one yet. Because he brought his big brother, Tank Top Black Hole. Yes. Good old Tank Top Black Hole. (laughs) What a name. Right? I've assumed if this was going to be a group. Do you think... um, It would be like Tank Top Gorilla, Tank Top Lion, Tank Top Bear, oh my, or, you know, whatever. Um, But yeah, Black Hole. Well, as of right now, it's not a group. It's just two brothers. It's true. Tank top tiger, tank top black hole. True, that's fair. But like, if there's any more than, there's gonna be more than one, a tag team. You think so? Thematically, they yeah. would fit a little more than, like, you would think it wouldn't like be tank the top tank tiger top. And tank top jaguar. Well, it wouldn't be the tank top that, that would, would draw a, them together. It would right. be the animal. But again, subversion. Sub, yes, and um, farce. You think their parents consider him their black hole son? And so they want him to come over, you know, for oh, dinner? Oh my god, wash away the rain. Oh. How about you wash away my pain? (laughs) Carry on, please. (laughs) Tiger wants to just beat up Saitama. Yeah, he does. Uh, But Black Hole decides he's got a better way to hurt him. Yeah, he's he's the smarter of the two brothers. He is. Um, Crafty. He puts the blame on Saitama and gets a mob of citizens to shout him down. Yeah, he's like, look at this guy. This is the guy that destroyed the city. How dare you just walk around here? Acting like you're a hero. You think yeah. you're tough shit. You ain't done shit except for destroy things. And yep. uh, the people buy it. They they take yep. the bait. They, they start up a full-on chant of give it up to yep. try to bully Saitama. Absolutely. Back home, uh, Genos is sitting there on Reddit. And he, find, <laughs> he, he finds on, out something. He is on Reddit, isn't he? He finds out something important in Japanese, but we don't know what. It would be a great moment for the subtitles to pop in with, like, some sort of headline here. Saitama's getting yelled at by a crowd. Yeah. Go help. Yes. This is one of the faults of, I think, the sub-dub whatever one. Yeah, they don't bother. They don't bother to give us the information. Mm -hmm. Bang is also there at the scene. Yes, he is. He hasn't left. But he's staying in the shadows thinking about uh, Saitama doesn't deserve this, and Saitama's strong enough to handle it on his own. Mm -hmm. 
but maybe retiring would be best for him. Maybe. So now to uh, further the the ruse, the Tank Top Brothers decide to pretend that Saitama is getting ready to attack the citizens. Yes. And now they are going to jump in and save everybody from him. Mm-hmm. Essentially, they're like, oh, look at him. Now he wants to fight. Don't take out your frustrations on the citizens. Don't worry. I, take Top Tiger, will come in there and save yeah. you. Yeah. I will beat him. Ow. <laughs> he gets the fuck beat out of him. Like, literally, like, the most nonchalant, like, wimpy punch. Just backhanded up into the yeah. sky. It's not even one of his, like, powerful punches. That yeah, he doesn't think about it. He just backhands bat- him. Bats him away. And that was Tiger. They got batted. Yes. And then Big Brother Black Hole jumps in. Who's got the power to crush someone with, like, 2,800 PSI. I thought it was 28,000 PSI. Oh, maybe. Point being, he's got mad grip strength. Yeah, he got that grip. Oh, he's, like, full-on Buzz Sawyering somebody. And then we get (laughs) the epic clash from WrestleMania six between Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior with a test of strength. Except it doesn't last no. For half of the wrestling they, match. They play Mercy. Yeah, they do. And it, and it doesn't last. No. <laughs> he gets, the guy bitches out. He's like, I give up. I'm sorry. I lied about you. And Saitama's just like, really? Already? That's yeah. it? And then crunches a little harder. Yeah. Love it. Oh, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, then. No, and then. <laughs> Saitama then has a total Josh fit on the crowd, yelling at them. That they can suck it because he does this stuff because he wants to. It's his choice. He punched the meteor to bits, but they can take it up with the meteor for showing up in the first place. Those freaking baldies. And then someone, uh, some of the crowd points out that he's the one that's bald. And hot damn, that was the wrong thing to say. Oh, because he gets pissed. <laughs> I love this moment because he just, he loses it. And then like one of the townspeople is like, but you destroyed my new car. And he's like, shut up. <laughs> like, fuck your car. Fuck your car. I, I love it that, like, the end of the rant, though, he's just like, you friggin' baldies? Yeah, and I don't even, it's like, it's like some sort of weird subconscious thing, like he's worried about yeah. his own appearance. It, <laughs> to me, it reminded me of South Park, it was like, no, you're a towel! You're, <laughs> you're a towel! God damn it. Yeah, <laughs> it was freaking weird. It was so weird. Oh. Yeah, I don't That know. was well written, that was very funny. It was really good, and at this point, Gino steps in. Yeah. Genos is like, okay, this, yeah. is, this is getting out of hand. This is getting <laughs> he's like, slightly he's out like of hand. He's like a grandson coming in to take a doddering old dementia patient back to the home. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Come on, Grandpa, we'll get you the applesauce. Yeah. <laughs> I killed 50 men in the wall. And <laughs> Saitama's so like, wait, what? Am I going, am, is, should I leave? But Genos is really sweet on the way home, though, telling Saitama how great he really thinks he, he is. is. And Saitama's like, where'd that come from? <laughs> and then in the stinger. Yes, because we get our yep. end credits, then we yep. get the stinger. Yep. Um, some people are talking about Saitama um, while things from below the sea start to stir. Oh, my God. It's Aquaman. Yes, it is. Dun, dun, dun. Or Submariner. Damn, Both. Damn, damn. <laughs> and that's our episode. It is. Yep. Hey, that was episode seven of One Punch Man. The Disciple? The Ultimate Disciple. Ultimate Disciple. Bill, it's your week. What did you think of this episode? This was a very good episode. I agree. Uh, really, like you said, it's, it was very good two episodes. You know, we had a conflict, we had a resolution. It was still the one punch resolution. Um, the world building was a little more narrow, whereas we really see who these S class heroes are. Yes. What kind of people they are. Even some of the jealous, lesser powered heroes that it's all status and backbiting. And, mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed watching 
it blow up in these jerks' face. Oh, me too, 100%. This episode in particular was the first one, like I said, the last two I wasn't as crazy about, didn't dislike them, but wasn't that all that hyped about five or six. Uh, but this episode brings it back with, like you said, getting an, an idea of who these S-Class heroes are. Yeah. Uh, and how, you know, how little they actually care about the people that they're supposed to be protecting. Yep. And that's, re- it was really good world building in this episode to the point where, unlike the last episode where it's like, here's a hero, here's a hero, here's a hero. Yep. The complete lack of heroes. Yep. You know who like, Bafoy is and you hate him. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You hate him. And, and you know who, ba- who Bang is and you probably kind of like him. And you like him, right? And that's okay. We didn't have to see. 500 heroes in this. Yep. Like, we just got, like, a representative of the good and the bad. Yep. And I like that. That works really well. Yeah, it's very tight. Absolutely. Yeah. I, like like I would mentioned, the two first and second parts worked really well. It was well-paced. It was just a fun episode. It, it was a good episode. Really well done. It was. I think that's it. It is, yeah. All right. That was episode seven, The Ultimate Disciple. We'll be back next time with episode eight of One Punch Man. The Deep Sea King. Ah, yes. Shinkai no O. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, but that is next time. This time, we got to get out of here. Uh, so thank you once again for listening to Tuning Japanese, a podcast where two brothers in tank tops fight evil and talk about anime. By moonlight. And we win love by daylight. I'm pretty sure we've made that joke before. I'm Tank Top Textbook, also known as Andy. And I'm Tank Top Colon, I Poop Violence. Or Bill. <laughs> you poop, Bill? <laughs> oh, we'll see you next time. Guess you could have been Tank Top Cloaca. Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Check out our YouTube channel and our new series, Tuning RPG, by searching for Tuning Japanese or Tuning RPG on youtube.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. Seriously, be like these great patrons. Superfan Matt, Brian Nash, and Cameron Baer. You weren't lying. I'm the one who smashed that big meteor! Anyone with a complaint, let's hear it! Speak up! Because of what you did, my brand new car was... You shut your damn mouth! Why would I give a crap about how you're put out? Tell it to the meteor, not me, jackass! Listen up! I don't do this hero thing for admiration or approval or anything like that! I do it because I want to, understand? So if you want to blame me, go ahead, you baldies! But you're the one who's bald. What did you say?!